Welcome to the Equip Creatives Podcast. I'm Julia with Julia Kathleen Photography. And I'm Tony with Tony Marie Photography. And happy December, friends. Christmas is right around the corner. And we are currently doing the 12 Days of Christmas on the Equipped Creatives Instagram. So go follow us at Equipped Creatives. We have a bunch of fun stuff going on over there. We're doing educational IG lives, a few giveaways, tickets to our first ever in-person event, which is a content day for photographers, and tons more. So be sure to follow along at Equipped Creatives. We are so excited to have you joining us today for our episode that we will be sharing some of our favorite ways to make more money during the holidays, Photographer's Edition. We got to show some love for our photographer listeners and community because if you don't already know, Julie and I are both professional wedding and couple photographers. So we're going back to our roots here and we will be sharing some of our personal and specific ways we have managed to bring in more of a profit around the holidays being photographers and small business owners. Our first Christmassy episode is going to be a fun one. Let's dive in in three, two, one. So before we get into all the good stuff today about making more money during the holidays, we just thought it'd be super fun to share some of our favorite Christmas traditions with you guys since this is our first Christmas episode. So Tony, I want you to take it away. Go ahead and share your favorite Christmas tradition that you have. I'm so happy we're doing this. Christmas is the best and we both are big Christmas fans. So this is going to be really fun. Yes. So for those of you who don't know, I was born and raised right outside of the city of Philadelphia, PA. And there's a pretty famous farm in the area that I live in that has like a massive drive through Christmas light show every year. So I grew up going to this every single year as a kid. And my family and I, we would go to Chick Fil A on the way. Oh, and I'm jealous! Get- <laughs> we don't have Chick Fil A in Hawaii. <laughs> no? Oh my gosh! I don't think I no. knew that. Yeah. Oh, that stinks. I'm jealous. Well, we will definitely have to get some Chick Fil A when you come to visit next. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> so we go. We went to Chick Fil A, and we would get fries and their peppermint milkshake, which is like their holiday milkshake. If you haven't had it before, you guys have to go get it this year. It's so so good. Um. And we would get our Chick-fil-A and we'd have it with us as we go through the Christmas light show in my mom's classic famous minivan. (laughs) So so it was just so fun because you could like – so they would have like a feature where you're in the beginning of the light show, they would tell you like what radio channel to tune into and it was like connected Mm -hmm. to the light show somehow. So when you drove through the show, you'd be listening to Christmas music that went with the lights that you were seeing. So it was really fun to this day. Like we still go, um, not always as a family anymore, you know, cause I feel like Christmas traditions always change and now everybody's older. So everybody's always busy. But, um, I remember a couple years ago when Brett and I first moved into our first apartment, it was like five minutes away from the the light show and the farm. So on Christmas Eve, um, when we were driving kind of back and forth in between our parents, we were driving home um, we went through it on Christmas Eve like a couple years ago. So somehow, some way, like throughout the Christmas season, I still find my way to get back there and see the light show. It's just something fun that is Christmassy and we like to do every year. 
So that's one of my traditions. There's so many. It's hard to pick just like one favorite Christmas tradition, but that's one of my favorites. That's so cute. Um, I think you and I went there too when I came to visit, right? Oh my gosh, A couple gosh, years yes. ago. Yes, yeah. I took Is that you there. the same one? Yep, yep. There's only okay. like one drive through light, uh, light show that I know of, so it gotcha. had to have been it. But yes, oh my gosh, I remember that now. I, for- oh, I actually that forgot. Oh, was so but- fun. I think we actually did get Chick-fil-A too, and we drove through oh. it. So I got to have to. your family <laughs> tradition. Oh, I love that. Wait, <laughs> I kind so of forgot cute. about that, but I love that. I know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cute. fun. So tell me one of your favorite Christmas traditions. Yes. So um, kind of like you, I had a ton of different traditions kind of like leading up to Christmas. But I'm going to share one that was actually like on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. But yes. every year on Christmas Eve, I would we would drive over to my grandparents' house on my dad's side of the family. And it was so cute. We would spend Christmas Eve with them and like open our gifts and – they would have Christmas music playing at their house, Aww. which is so cute. They're like the sweetest. And Aww. yeah, Wait, they you live would open in our- all your gifts, all your gifts our- on Christmas Eve? Just with them. So like whatever gifts oh, okay. they gave us, like our grandparents on That's my dad's side. That's always fun. That's yeah. fun to open Christmas gifts the day before too. Yeah, for sure. And it was kind of like, it was kind of busy because we would, so we would go to their house, which was like 30 minutes away and then drive back home to our house. And the next morning when it was actually Christmas day, we would um, just open gifts and like enjoy the um, morning with like my immediate family. So like my parents and my sister. And then a couple hours later, we would drive to my other side of the family's house or my other set of grandparents' house on my mom's side. And they lived about two hours away. So it was fun. We would kind of like road trip over there. And then Aww. my whole side of the family on that side would come. They're all like super Southern. It was in South Carolina. <laughs> and oh, fine. Yeah. We would um, – everybody would bring like their favorite Christmas dish and we would all just have a party and like play card games at night at the end. And then Aww, we would drive back home fun. after. But Or sometimes we would spend the night up there too. But um, oh, and I remember – yeah, like one year it actually snowed when we were driving over there, which was so cute. Oh to my like gosh. See snow on Christmas Day. That's just such a dream come true. That's <laughs> so special. I feel like everybody always wants a white Christmas, but it rarely happens. Yeah, when was that? For sure. That you do you remember what year it was? Because I feel like it never snows oh, in the South, or maybe that's just I know, not right. It's really it's rare. <laughs> but okay, um, yeah. Yeah, and it didn't like it wasn't like a full on snow where it like you know it was like several inches. It was just like a really pretty just like, like a light flurry. Dusting. Yeah, Ugh, that's but actually still, perfect. Just to see it when you're driving too, like it's so nice just to see like you know yeah. a little dusting. <laughs> that's actually better but, for driving rather than having exactly. to go through all the slush. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. Oh, a big southern party oh. on Christmas Day. Can I come? That sounds yes. fun. Yes, yes. I want please. a southern Christmas <laughs> next or this year. <laughs> I love that. Okay, yeah. so real question is, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Is there a Christmas oh movie gosh. you always watch every year? Like, is there a go-to for you? Okay, yes. Yeah. So every year, <laughs> my family has a tradition, or just like my immediate family, we have a tradition of watching Christmas with the Cranks. And if you haven't okay. seen that movie, yeah, have you seen that? I I know that I have. I just okay. Can't. Refresh my memory of what that one's about. It's it's hilarious, but it's basically just about um like a family and their daughter moves away and then she 
comes back to visit them for Christmas and they like throw this big party for her and like it's kind of like a disaster and it's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> I don't yes, even know how yes, to explain yes. it. Wait, I but, thought what's the one where um they like don't they decide not to do Christmas that year? Yeah, that's the one. That's the Is one. Is that they the one? Oh, yeah, they decide okay. to boycott Christmas and then they the had, daughter yes. the that's daughter what I thought. Just, yeah, like the daughter that lives somewhere else, she calls them and she's like, "Wait, I'm actually coming home for Christmas." Oh, that's and yeah, then that's they like have the to end. like you know quickly the party yeah. and quickly because they were neighbors together. Aren't they? <laughs> were the they party. like going on vacation or something like a cruise? Yeah, they were going on a cruise. And it's yeah. so funny because they're like I'm getting s- a tan, like in he, they're like uh, in the mall. Oh yeah, yeah, and- yeah, yeah. The like That's funny. The pastor like sees him in the mall when they like have bathing suits on. They're trying to get a tan. It's just oh, the funniest thing. So funny. <laughs> yeah, oh my it's gosh. So funny. But that's, that's one great. of my favorites. And then I love Home Alone 2. Lost in New York is like a classic. And um classic. Yeah. yeah. If you know me, you also know that I'm like a rom-com girl. So I love holiday yeah. handcuffs. It's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you watch that movie? Because I don't think I've seen that one. Is that like a oh Hallmark? It's a no. It's an ABC Family. Oh, an ABC movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so. my favorite thing as a kid growing up was the what is it? Twenty Five Days of Christmas on ABC. Yes. Oh, that was my I, favorite. That was my favorite thing too. Oh, I, I loved would it. watch every. I lived for it. So funny. Okay, so if you had to pick. You're saying Home Alone 2, Christmas the Cranks, and mm-hmm. Holiday and Handcuffs, was it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, if you had I, to pick a favorite, would you have, um, if you had to, what would you say? Christmas with the Cranks, just because it's it's something that my family always watches, and it, I just think it's so it's like funny. Nostalgia like nostalgia for you. Yeah, we always laugh, and it's just, yeah, it's a great, great memory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've only seen that movie once, maybe twice, but. You'll have to watch it. Or yeah, we can watch definitely. it together when I come. Oh, yes. I'm down. So down. Yes. Love okay. that. I want to hear yours. What are your favorite Christmas movies? Do you have like a top three? Yes. I definitely have top three. I First of all, okay. I love Christmas movies. I'm surprised I haven't I haven't seen Christmas with the Cranks very much because I feel like mm-hmm. that is kind of classic. I'm surprised. But number one has to be Elf. Like that is mm, that is classic. my family's <laughs> Christmas movie. Yeah, like with um w- Will Ferrell. It's mm-hmm. just so funny. Like that is the type of movie that I think I've probably seen that movie more than I have any other movie, period. Like <laughs> my whole entire family can quote that movie frontwards and backwards. Like we have watched that movie probably hundreds and hundreds of times. Oh my god. So, I love when you can fully quote a movie and you're just sitting yeah. there like trying to quote the whole thing. That's but my it's, favorite. The fact that you can still watch it and not get bored of it is exactly. that's how you know it's a good one. So we For love sure. Elf. That's totally my family sense of humor. Anything with Will Ferrell is my family sense of humor. So we oh, love, love Elf. That. Which by the way, did you hear that they um were gonna make an Elf two this year and Will Ferrell said no to the script? My no, brother just I told didn't me that. hear that. I didn't My brother that. just told me that. Yeah, he said no, what? he didn't like the script. But okay, there's yeah. that's the thing. It's like there's no way you can recreate like such a classic no, movie like that. I don't that. think so. I feel like no. it would just not yeah. work out. <laughs> no, it needs to be so 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 good, or you're just gonna yeah. ruin it altogether. But I know. Okay, so Elf would be number one, and then okay. um, we also love the Santa Claus series movies, like all of them are really good. And the Grinch too. The Grinch has always been one of my favorites and that's Brett's favorite. My husband 
So now it's become even more of a favorite for me. Like we mm-hmm. probably, I would say top two would be the Grinch and Elf. Oh, the I Grinch love that. with Jim Carrey, that one. Yes. But, yeah, but that's, yeah, I feel like that's like the classic. Yeah. Well, isn't there like there's an animated one and then there's like the other one too, right? Yes, I think the animated one is like was the first one made, and then okay. they made it into like a they, they made the Jim Carrey one, mm-hmm. and then there's another animated one that just came out a couple years ago. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I so there's that two one. animated ones, but um, which they're both very cute, and very good, but. So Aww. yeah, so I'm we're big Christmas music, Christmas movie. Oh man, I already started night. listening to Christmas music. It's oh my I've gosh. already started listening to it. <laughs> I, I asked Brett the other night if we could watch a Christmas movie and he was like, uh, not yet. I'm like, <laughs> Well, can we put the Christmas tree up? He's like, Well, oh, so this year we, we just bought a house, so he's like, We can't we're hosting Thanksgiving for the first time. Oh, so he's like, are. We can't have Christmas decorations up if we're hosting Thanksgiving. I'm like, um, yeah, oh really? I just I want to decorate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my um family would always because we would usually do like Christmas parties and stuff at our house, and so my mom would yes. always like want to put up the Christmas tree. Um, oh, yes, for Thanksgiving, so people could see all the Christmas oh. decorations, which is really cute. See, yeah, maybe I can convince him of that. You should, but yeah, I'm, you can tell him. <laughs> I'm ready. I went Christmas shopping, like yep. decor Christmas shopping for the house with my mom like a couple weeks ago, oh. and. I have all the stuff, so now it's just like sitting in my basement. So I'm like, I we need to we need to get it going here. Like that's gonna I'm be so to fun to decorate your first <laughs> house excited. for Christmas. It's gonna be a blast. Yeah, I know. I'm really. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. I so, love that for all you. Right, well, <laughs> thanks, girl. Well, I am so happy that we got to talk a little bit about our Christmas traditions and things that we love around the holidays. Let's dive on in to the juicy yes. stuff, ways to make more money during the holidays, photographer's edition. Yes. Okay. So over the years as wedding photographers, we've both noticed that December isn't like our most popular month for weddings. It's not our busiest month of the year. So it's a great time to try and get creative for your business during that time, especially if you've got some days off. So yeah, that's yeah. we both love to get creative in December for our businesses yeah. and try to make a little extra cash for the holidays, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas gifts. Yeah. 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 We thought it would be best to approach giving you guys advice on how to make more money around the holidays just by letting you in on what we've done and kind of like our personal experiences yeah. and ideas from the past. And then hopefully this will inspire you guys to put your own twist on these ideas and kind of make it your own. So let's dive on into some of the, the ways that we have done um, just creative way, creative things that we've done in the past of how to make more money during the holidays. So Julia, do you want to give the first example of what we've done? Sure. Yes. So, okay. So like we said, these are just kind of some ideas that you can, that you guys can hopefully use for your business. But the first one is print sales. We are both big on print sales, and this is such a great time to start doing print sales and to create discount codes for your clients to um, help them order prints for like the holidays, or this is Mm -hmm. a great time for them to order frames as Christmas gifts and holiday cards and ornaments and all those things. And I do recommend if you're 
wanting to do print sales than to start your sales in November. So it's um, a little bit earlier than December, just so that they have time to get their holiday cards sent out. Even if you do it at the beginning of December, that's great as well, because then they basically have almost a whole month. But um, yeah, this could apply for anything that you physically like want to sell. So for photographers, that is um, like USBs or keepsake mm-hmm. box boxes. Yeah. Um, again, like holiday cards, ornaments, anything like that. But I personally like to do like a 20% off coupon and then I will just send that out to all of my clients and they will have that before Christmas so they can order things and just a nice way for us as photographers to make a little extra money during the holidays. Yeah. And then they also, you know, they're getting a good deal on their prints as well. So I love yeah. that idea. I I do this every year and it's just it, yeah, it's a too. great thing to do. I, I will say it's good to have a like a platform to be able to do these sales so you're not having to, you know, ship things out and all that stuff if you don't want to. So like, for yeah, I was going to ask you that mm-hmm. to kind of like uh, to go in depth a little bit about like what you mean by um, print sales. Like you're not you're basically avoiding being the middleman. So you're putting exactly. this up on your on the galleries that you're sending out as a photographer. Yeah. Right? So I, I then- send my galleries out and then there's like a shopping icon with the platform that I use and then they can just go in there to that shopping icon shop different, you know, prints, holiday cards, ornaments, anything really. And Mm -hmm. then they will place their order. I can see everything behind the scenes, but I'm not the one that's physically shipping out the orders. So I use a specific company that I work Mm -hmm. with and they do all the shipping. So, um, and obviously they take a little percentage out and stuff like that, but I do recommend figuring out a platform that you like where you can do that mm-hmm. so you're not having to spend your whole month physically sending out prints and things like that. Totally. Yeah, because I think one of the main goals in um each one of these examples that we're going to share with you guys today is to not create more work for yourself during the holiday but to exactly. be able to make more money. Um so cutting out anything where you would be the middleman or you would have to be physically doing the labor of getting whatever product it is you're trying to sell doesn't mean that you can't do that. But for us, it Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense as photographers to at least do some kind of print sale around the holidays because most people want to buy prints anyway. And keep this in mind just in general for if you're a small business owner around the holidays, people are more inclined to spend money in the month of December. So that's so true. You know what I mean? So find the ways that you can offer what you have to offer and put it out there because I think a lot of times people get scared to do kind of sales and stuff like that because they're worried that what if nobody gets like nobody bites on that offer. Right. But you might as well put something out there where especially like print sales is a great example because you're not having to be the middleman if you're using one of those platforms where you can upload the gallery, send it out, and then you have a print shop attached to it that right. offers prints, frames, holiday cards, ornaments, any other kind of product. They can just order straight from their site that they already have in their email and it will ship right to them. We don't have to be the ones kind of doing the um, in-between steps of having it shipped to us and then we exactly. package it up and then send it out. 
Um, but I think that print sales is kind of a no brainer, especially for photographers to at least extend that to your clients. It doesn't have to be for everyone. I know Julie and I both have, um, a print shop where it's, um, it's on our website and it, it, is basically a gallery full of travel photos that we've taken. So more like scenic that. photos. I was say, that's a really good idea too. If you take landscape photos or you have, um, or you live in an area where you're able to take cool landscape yeah. photos and stuff like that for people to, you know, have prints um, to hang yeah. up in their house and stuff like that. Yeah. That's anything that you would, well. exactly. Like anything you would want, to, you would buy to hang up in your house somewhere. It doesn't have to be like, a couple session or something. A couple session or a wedding. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's like another um, way that's uh, that's kind of like another point attached to this point of print sales is if you have those like landscape or artistic photos in any way that you want to try to sell, it costs you nothing to just put it up on a gallery and put a link on your website to it, you know? So right. you never know. But um, But yeah, so I mean, you could run sales on that. You could run sales individually and sending those out to your couples or your clients, your families, whatever it is you photograph. Um, But just give them an opportunity to feel like they're getting a deal on the prints that they probably would have already ordered. But because you're Mm -hmm. running that deal in December, maybe they'll be inclined to buy even a little bit more than what they normally would because they have that discount code. So so I definitely think it's a good, it's, it's definitely a good idea to do that as a photographer. Um, did you I have anything agree. else you want to add to that point? I don't think so. But on the topic of, you know, sales like that, I would love for you to talk about um, albums. I know yeah. Tony is so good at album sales. <laughs> and so we just want to share with you guys a little bit about like what she does during the holidays, especially. Yeah. So um, album sales is kind of going along the lines of, you know, selling something physical um, mm-hmm. that you could give to your clients. Um, so this is another big point in my business where I'm able to make money, um, not just from, um, you know, people paying me for sessions or for their weddings, but um, I really like to promote album sales in my business because I really believe in them, honestly. Like, I think that albums are so I love special. albums. <laughs> me too. Like, I, I myself even with my discount code, even the Mm -hmm. discount that I got with the company I use for my own clients. Um, I got a discount obviously on my own wedding album because I designed it, but um, even with that, I still paid a pretty penny for my album because I wanted Mm -hmm. it to be the best it could be. And I added on the bells and whistles and everything for the album. But for me, it was worth every single penny. So when I say that albums are worth it and I try to sell albums to people, it's not because I'm approaching it from a, I need to make more money. So I put on my salesman cap and try to do that with albums. It's not like that for me. Like I truly love them. And I truly think that everyone should have one, especially fun. They're so fun to just have on like a coffee table or something. And I agree. Guests come over, they can look through it and relive yeah. that day with you uh, for sure think, yeah I think it's so cool I like I still re- have memories of like looking at my parents wedding album um that's like under oh, their yes. tv so I think that it's just it's an heirloom you know like mm-hmm. you're gonna have that forever and it's gonna be passed down to your kids and everything so I think it's a very very special thing so I promote that all year round that. but I do promote it a little bit more um, during the holidays because they make for great holiday gifts. So in the past, I've had clients who will um, like 
like the husband will buy it for the wife if they got married that year or vice versa. Or a lot of times people will save up their money for my album sales that I run during the holiday season. So that like if I've shot their wedding a year ago or uh, two, even two years ago, they will want to buy it at that time because they know that mm-hmm. this is what I do every year um, around the holidays. So, or a lot of times people, they make for great parent gifts, like parent albums. Oh, that's um, true. Great gifts for the holiday. So, the way that I approach this, especially in the month of December, is I kind of get into that consumer mindset of like, what gift would I want to give? my own parent or my own spouse around the holidays, that's really sentimental and really special. It's something that's much different than just an article of clothing or whatever. It's, it's super sentimental and really special. So, um, with parent albums, like it's a great gift for the holidays. Um, I did, uh, my husband and I, we basically like ordered two parent albums, one for my parents and one for Brett's parents. Um, on the it, back in 2019, which is the year that we got married. So we got married in oh, September okay. 2019. So I, was, I had my photos back in time to make the albums for our parents. So we gifted that to them and they both cried when they opened it. Like it was just oh. so sentimental and sweet and it's still like in their house on their coffee table. So they make for great, great gifts. I've seen it myself firsthand, how special it is. Um, yeah. So I think that it's, it's a great thing to kind of remind people of um, during the Christmas season of, hey, like you could you could have a parent album, which could be just your wedding album, but a smaller version of it, or you can customize it to them. So um, the do thing that offer, I offer, I was going to ask you too, do yeah, you yeah. offer like um, a discount when you're selling albums during the holidays or do you just keep your regular pricing? Yeah, so um, I've, I actually have experimented with both things in the past. Um, last year, I offered a free debossment. I think I'm saying that right, which is basically just an engraving on the front. So usually okay, I they're really going to say, what is that? Yeah, it's basically just like if you want to have like our wedding on the front or like the date or their names or whatever. So usually that can go all the way up to $80. So um, depending on the size and how many you want on your book. So usually I gift that to people or last year anyway, I gifted it saying like if you buy an album, you get a free debossment. I think that's what it's called. I could totally be butchering that, (laughs) but I swear that's what it says on the website. (laughs) Basically an engraving. I I didn't even know that it had a name. I'm pretty sure it's not a word because when I type it in to an email, it the red underscore comes in or like this is not a word. But on their on my um album's website, it says the bossman, so I'm confused. But oh my gosh, basically it's an engraving, like a yeah. I know what you mean. I can picture it in my head right now. Yeah. So usually, like I when I how I do albums is I you either pick from um, a fabric bound album or a leather bound album, and both of those could have um like words or a script or something on the cover, on the binding or on the back. So um, that's the debossment slash engraving thing that we're talking Mm -hmm. about. So (laughs) last year I said you get a free engraving on your book if you order within like that holiday time period. Oh, that's Um, smart. Yeah, I have have done discounts in the past where it's like 10% off, 15% off, whatever. But this year um, I'm doing like you get free prints if you order an album. So oh, nice. I'm kind of I'm kind of been going back and forth and experimenting with what works and what 
people really want and like, but um, yeah. I kind of feel like that is, you know, the story of um, the life of an entrepreneur is you're always kind of testing the waters <laughs> to sure. see what spikes interest in That's the potential so clients. But I've gotten some really good feedback this year so far on what I'm doing right now with like the free prints because everybody good. usually wants prints. Um yeah, but, that's so true. Yeah, so so that's so what I wanted to talk about too is like in terms of advertising for something mm-hmm. like this. I'll kind of again just kind of give you my experiences what I've done in the past, but um what you have to do first first and foremost is whatever album company you use, you have to make sure that you check on their website for their holiday deadlines. Because um, this is a type of situation where I am the middleman. So what, right. like the way that I design the albums is once I send them their gallery, I tell them to, to create a favorite list in their um, gallery. of, oh, And okay. those are the ones that are going to be – that I'm going to put into the album. So then I plug it into my system um, that I use to design the layout of the book. And then I s- send it to them over like the cloud so they mm-hmm. can see – on their phone or on their computer, a digital version of what their album's going to look like before it gets sent to the printers. So um, that then That's they can smart. make notes. Yeah, they can like make notes and um, tell me like what needs to be adjusted or not. It's really great to have this feature in in the workflow process with albums because there's never a surprise for the client when they get their album in person. Like they're spending a lot right. of money on it, so I want to know sure what they're getting. They get. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So um, you the the one note that I just wanted to say, like for the photographers out there that want to try doing more album sales, especially for the holidays, you want to make sure that you give yourself enough time to create the book um, because that process can be a little time consuming, especially if the client is wanting to make a lot of alterations to your design. So you have to go back and forth with them, making the adjustments and then actually submitting the album to your album vendor and then allowing mm-hmm. the time for them to process it, make the book, and then ship it to the client. So with all that being said, just make sure you're giving yourself enough room to um, do that so you're not like the week of Christmas designing yeah. all these albums and paying for rush shipping and all of that. So the albums vendor that you use will have their holiday deadlines. Like you have to order by this date in order to get the book by Christmas. So you want to make sure that you're working with that timeline. So usually this is actually something I start in November this month because oh, okay. I don't want to be do like my holiday deadline is December 1st. You have yeah. to have that order in by then in order for you to get your, your book before Christmas. So yes, and it's kind of nice. Yeah. I was going to say too, we, Definitely love our off season as well <laughs> during the holidays right. because it is such a busy year. So that's the thing that we're talking about. We yes. love to be able to have some time off ourselves as photographers. Mm-hmm. It's so nice to actually take a little break during the year and to not have to be shooting every day, even though we would love to be doing that. We love that. It is nice to have right. a little break for us. Um, yeah. So we just try to, you know, make sure that everything is, um, I don't know how to, Explain like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, that's what I was going to say. That's what yeah. I was trying to say before. Like, it's actually nice that my deadline is December 1st because I can kind of take the rest of the month off. Like, exactly. It's in the beginning of December that I need to be done, not the or even middle like or the early end. November. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And especially, it's nice to have that time off, especially coming off of wedding season, which is the couple the months fall. before Christmas, right? Fall. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
So I actually think it's nice. It's a nice setup for both me and the client that things are kind of squared away and orders are placed by December. I agree. At least in terms of the album, you know what I mean? So that we can Mm -hmm. kind of take those weeks to just enjoy the holiday season with family. Um, But the prints too are also like something that they can do in their own time. But I also just noting um, like with deadlines and everything, going back to just print sales, it's also nice to inform your clients about how long they can expect um, their prints to come. So giving them holiday deadlines with the print sale only just just for the sake of if they're wanting to order a print for a gift um, as a Christmas gift or get their Christmas cards in time before Christmas, kind of letting them know too. So that's another little bit of research thing that you might have to do if you haven't already done that as a photographer is research your vendors and where their holiday deadlines are so that your clients can get their holiday gifts in before that. So hopefully that makes sense. For sure. Okay. We have two more um, sale ideas that we want to talk about. Yeah. Tony, I'd also love for you to talk a little bit about um, our next one, which is going to be, we want to talk about holiday mini sessions. This is such a great thing to offer Mm -hmm. during um, the Christmas season or again, a little bit before Christmas, just um, so that people can use these photos for their Christmas cards. So I just wanted to talk for a second. Actually, you can take the reins on this one, but I wanted to ask you a little bit about like holiday mini sessions. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So if you're a photographer and, and you've been in the photographer wor- photography world at all, um, you've probably heard this term like holiday mini sessions because it's pretty popular. A lot of photographers do this and advertise it solely on Instagram or Facebook, but it really is a great way to just make extra money. So um, if you don't, if you haven't really heard of mini sessions around the holidays or you don't really know what that is, I just would love to explain the concept of that. So the concept of it is that you basically pick like one or two days where you're going to be shooting a handful of people all in one day. Um, so for instance, um, in the past I've done like family mini sessions. So, um, what this would mean, it would be like, I would pick, um, a location for the shoot and where that's going to take place. So say it's a park and then I would have, let's say my goal is to have, um, eight different families on that day. And I don't really offer family photography as much anymore, but this is just an example. Um, so if I wanted to do like eight families in one day, then I would maybe offer the session at a, a lower rate, but they would get less photos and they would have less time, mm-hmm. um, which is really great for, I mean, for the family photographers out there, because oftentimes when you have like little kids, they don't really have the attention span for like a full right. session anyway. I know that's so, so much a, better. Right. So a mini session or say you just want a few photos to have for a holiday card. Um, oftentimes people will, you know, really like that idea of having the session be less time. They do get less yeah. photos, but a lot of times people just want one or two good ones anyway to put on a card or to post exactly. or whatever. So like I said, it's great for families with smaller kids because a whole hour with younger kids is oftentimes too much time. So it's better to have it shorter. So, um, something that a common example would be maybe like a 30 minute session, you get 30 images in your final gallery. Um, and that way you can take on many clients in one day because the sessions are only mm-hmm. 30 minutes as opposed to an hour or say, I mean, I've seen people do less than that too, like 15 minutes mm-hmm. or 20 minutes. So yeah, that's kind of really too. up to, 
you know, the photographer's discretion of how much time you feel like you will need to get the images that you're promising to deliver. But um, I've done, I'll just say my example in the past, like I've done 30 images for 30 minutes, um, which is, you know, plenty of time to get 30 images. For sure. Yeah. And you just try to kind of move fast through the session so that you're getting that variety. And then you would maybe give yourself like a 10 to 15 minute break in between each family in this scenario. So um, say you want to start like at 11 a.m. Then you would shoot 11 to 11.30. And then maybe the next one can be at 11.45 or 12. However much time you want to give yourself in between. But basically, you're just kind of like banging them out like pretty back to back, pretty tightly together so that you can kind of just get through it. But you're getting a ton of images in a short amount of time. So yeah, I um, love that. It's a great idea yeah. for sure. Yeah. So for say sure. like your session, say say your one hour session is $600. Maybe for the mini sessions, you charge half of that. Say it's 300 or 250 or whatever it is. Um, this again, just an example. It could, it's totally customizable it to whatever you want it to be. Yeah. But you know, if you did eight families in one day, I'm just doing the math, and you charged um, three hundred dollars. That's twenty four hundred dollars that you just made in one day. So that's right. why it's very attractive, I think, for a lot of photographers to take this on during the holidays because you're making a ton of money in a short amount of time. And even though it's a fast paced day, it's really not that hard because you're just staying in one spot essentially, and you're just right. kind of doing multiple poses with the with different couples or families or whatever it is that you're shooting. So yeah. Um, and everybody's getting cute, you know, cute holiday photos too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I've seen people do this in studios before or like at a tree mm-hmm. farm, um, where, you know, it's it's more like with a studio you can dress it up and make it like a holiday setting, um, with like decor or whatever it is, or Christmas tree farms, another popular one, at least around where I live. So it's definitely, um, it's definitely a smart way to make a lot of money in a short amount of time. Um, it's a great uh, families, especially love, love, love this for the holidays because they can get their holiday Christmas card in. One thing I would note and just recommend to people, obviously you do what you want, but, Um, I would definitely recommend doing this in November rather than December so that Mm -hmm. you give yourself enough time to edit and pump out all those galleries and then make sure you give them, give them back in time so that your clients can order Christmas cards with those images. And that kind of goes back to the print sales thing. Then you can incorporate your print sales in with your holiday mini sessions, right? Like trying to, um, make it attractive for people to get more prints, And holiday cards is kind of like a no brainer for photographers because almost everyone wants a holiday card. So exactly. um, Yeah. So that's kind of something in the past I feel like has been a great source of revenue. And if you do do holiday mini sessions, mini sessions specific to like Christmas time, I do recommend that you do it a month before or at least a couple weeks before December, depending on. Yeah how fast you can edit. And obviously, you know your schedule. So again, this is very customizable to each photographer. But I think if it's something that you know for sure, like it wouldn't be a problem for you to edit and deliver a ton of galleries in a shorter amount of time, then, um, you know, I would I would just be careful with that. Just try not – I wouldn't make the mini sessions like the middle of November or December because then it's too close to Christmas. But I agree. 
Okay, so the last idea we have to make more money during the holidays is to offer your clients a discount on sessions for the following year. So this is such a great idea because um, they it, it kind of inclines clients to book a session with you at that specific time and they are getting a discount on a future session for the next year. Mm. So it's a great idea to help bring in more clients for the new year and to help you get more business. And again, the clients are getting a good deal on a session as well. Another idea is to offer a gift card. I've seen a lot of photographers put gift cards like up on their website and a um, like a family member or somebody can buy the couple a gift card to use towards a future session or to use towards a wedding. And yeah, again, I help, I think this helps bring in more clients for the new year. So yeah, it's a good those idea. are all of our tips <laughs> or our <laughs> sale ideas. And we hope, we hope that, you enjoyed. <laughs> yes, we do. And we hope that um, those will help spark up some ideas for you guys. So thanks so much for listening to our first holiday-themed episode. We hope to do a bunch more holiday-themed episodes in the future. And don't forget, we're doing the 12 Days of Christmas on the Equipped Creatives Instagram. You can follow us at Equipped Creatives. We also have a bunch of fun stuff going on there for the 12 Days of Christmas, like educational lives, giveaways, tickets to our content day. And you can also find the... Um, like the 12 days of Christmas schedule on the, on our little highlight story on our ad equipped creatives. So go to www.equippedcreatives.com where you can also find all of our show notes from each episode on our blog and be sure to rate our podcast five stars and leave us a review. If you like our episodes, this helps our podcast so much and allows us to create more free education content for you guys. We hope you loved our Christmas episode. And from us to you, we wish you guys a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. We love you guys. (laughs) Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 